0: We are about to pray for today's speaker that the Spirit of God will rest mightily upon him and that God will grace him to minister grace to the hearers of the word on today. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you once more, God, for your presence. We thank you, God, for being here with us today. We thank you, God, for your anointing. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ for the speaker that you have chosen to minister your word unto us today. We ask you even now, Heavenly Father, to strengthen your servant. We ask you to give him strength even now, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, as Jesus opened the scrolls and he declared, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me God even now oh God I ask you to reach down your hands and I ask you Lord God to anoint your man servant with a fresh grace a fresh anointing a fresh power in the name of Jesus Christ you have anointed him Lord God to speak grace to the hearers you have anointed him to relieve the oppressed you have anointed him to set at liberty them that are bruised you have anointed him to preach the word of the Lord and in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Father we thank you for giving him the tongue of the learn, according to Isaiah 50 and verse 4, that he may know how to speak a word in season in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you even now for the blood of Jesus that covers him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we pray that you will anoint the hearers of your word. Lord God, let the seed of your word fall on good ground today and let it germinate in the name of Jesus Christ sixty-fold, a hundredfold a thousand fold in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we pray that today we will not just be hearers of your word but doers. help us to receive your engrafted worth with meekness today in the name of jesus the enemy will not steal this word that will be spoken today we ask you to give him clarity and precision of thought in the name of jesus christ father we decree that he shall flow under the power and the unction of the holy ghost today father we ask you to lift him even now in the name of jesus we thank you for the grace that you have placed upon your And servant God, we thank you for the oil of God that is flowing up on him right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We speak clarity in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and God, we pray for access. We pray for access in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for revelation, knowledge in the word of God today in the name of Jesus Christ. Use him mightily, Lord God, oh God, to set your people free today. We thank you for the anointing that. is present to destroy the yoga in jesus name and we say father thank you for doing it now in jesus name we pray amen hallelujah reverend donald bolt we invite you today man of god people of god i present to you the man of god in the person of reverend donald donald receive him in jesus name put your hands together for the man of god as he comes Hallelujah. hallelujah
1: Okay. Thank you, Celia. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Um, This morning, it's um, a privilege, as always, to come before you and uh, to declare what God has placed on my heart to share with you. It's, um, It's wonderfully amazing how God has created us to truly serve him and he has given us all that we need to serve him effectively. Sometimes we don't recognize it but we have it before us. This morning I the title of my message is the creative power in the word of God. The creative power in the word of God. Um, Let me just pray. Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit, the revealer of all truth. And as I come to reveal your truth to your people, I ask Lord God that you will use this vessel your glory in Jesus name amen the creative power in the word in John chapter 1 verse 1 through 5 and I'll read it okay I'll read it you can just turn to it and follow me okay in the beginning was the word and the word was with God, and the word was God. I'm gonna read that again because it is very significant. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were created through him, and without him, nothing was created that was created. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. The light shines in darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. Everything we need in this present life, we have it. We have it, God has given it to us, but we don't recognize it. We are so occupied by the cares of this world. We are so well-trained by the system of this present world, this present reality, that we refuse to give attention to a greater reality that is unseen by our five senses. Everything, God has given us everything. In Genesis chapter one, and I turn to it. In Genesis chapter one, it says this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless, and void, darkness was over the surface of this deep and the spirit of God was moving over the surface of the water. This sounds like many lives that that are listening to me this morning. Our lives are formless and void. Many lives today fall into this category, formless and void. And darkness over the surface of the deep, and the spirit of God was moving over the surface of the water. Verse 3: God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Verse 6: Then God said, Let there be expanse on the midst of the water, and let it separate the water, waters from the waters. Then verse 9. Then God said, let the water under the heavens be gathered together into one place. Then verse 11, then God said, let the earth produce vegetation, plants healing, and fruit trees and the earth healing fruits. In verse 14, then God said, let there be light in the expanse of the heaven to separate the day from the night. And in verse 20, then God said let the water swarm with with swarms of living creatures and let the birds fly above the earth. Then in verse 24 then God said let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kind. Then verse 11 verse 26 then God said let let us make man in our image after our likeness and them of dominion over the fish of the sea. Then verse verse 29, then God said, see, I have given you every plant healing seed, which is on the earth of all the earth and every tree, which has fruit healing seed. Then in verse 31 says, God saw everything that he had made. And indeed it was very good. He saw everything that he made, and it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. What am I saying? What am I saying? (laughs) Inside God's word is his creative power. Inside the word of God that you have before you every day, this morning it is before you, is God's creative power. He spoke the word and the Holy Spirit took it and created, created because the Holy Spirit is the power source of the Godhead. All he waits on is the word. And when the word is spoken, when God said, He went and he started creating and he created and he created what we have today. What am I saying? God's creative power in his word is available to you and I. It is available to you and I to get rid of the formlessness and the void that is in your life. but you must use it. That two-edged sword, you must use in the dark world. He speak, God said, God said, God said, and everything God said came to be. Everything. That two-edged sword must be in your mouth at all times to be used against the dark world. The power of God is in his word. The creative force lies. It lies in his word, awaiting us to use the word so that it can go forth and create what we need. Give us the content of what we need. But we have neglected his word. We have neglected it. We ought to pick it up and read it. Only when we feel like there's a Bible study, we may pick it up and read it. But he sent you this morning, you have, you have neglected a great force that is able to push you further in life, to give you dominion in life, to give you dominion over the challenges of life. You have neglected what I have given you. And so the enemy run rampant over your life. Because you don't know how to use the two-edged sword. He says, I am the Lord, I change not. I am the Lord, I change not. If he says, I am the Lord that healeth thee, that's what he meant. He means only what he can heal will remain. Everything he says, he saw. Everything he says, he saw. Whatever he's saying to you today, every one of you online, whatever he's saying to you today, not only will you see, and not only will God see, but every person around you will see. Because it's going to happen. How do we activate this power? How do we activate this power in in the word of God? The word of God is not just for information. It's not just for our information. It is designed to transform lives. It is designed to transform our lives. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says this. We, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. It is designed to transform our life if we allow it, if we use it. I was praying this past week, and as I prayed, you know, I usually stop and I said. Holy Spirit, speak to me. Just speak to me, Holy Spirit, this morning. And he said to me, Doll, when you pray, my child, use my word. The power is in my word. Use my word. Don't use your word, your opinion, your ideas. Use the word I've given you. He said, go out and find buy this five-by-card, this card. And he says, write the scriptures down and finance, prosperity, healing, whatever you need, find the scriptures for it and quote it and quote it and quote it. it. The power, the creative power is in my word. When it goes forth, it creates. It's not for our information but it's designed to transform our lives. Everything he says, he saw. He says, I am the Lord, I change not. I am the Lord, I change not. In John chapter one, verse one and four, in the beginning, as I quoted earlier, was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So, when you pick up this book to read it, you're communicating with a live being, with a person. The word became flesh and dwell among us. Creation, the very creation, came to life by the word of God. Creation. It brought an end to the void and the formlessness in the world. This book carries life. This book that you look at, it carries the life of God in it. But we have not taken it seriously. We have not taken it seriously. And therefore, it does not work for us. And so we suffer needlessly because we fail to recognize that the world has everything that you need. The world that we live in has crowded our minds with the needs of this world. We're so occupied with the needs of this world that we can't even focus on what is imperative. This word that I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. He says the word, it is spirit and it is life. John 6, 68. The word, it is spirit and it is life. Could he make it any clearer to us? Could he? I don't think so. It is not a storybook. The Bible is not a storybook. It is not a history book. It is a mystery book. It's a book of mysteries. He says, to you, I have given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. He's speaking to you and I, his children. He says, I have given you the ability to know the mystery of the kingdom. The book is a mystery book. You must unlock the mystery in it. And how do you unlock the mystery in it? By knowing it. And by speaking it. And living according to it. That is how you unlock the mystery. And the world will see it and be amazed. And to you is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. This mystery will put you in charge of the challenges and the problems of this life. Once you get all of the mystery of this book, it puts you in charge of the challenges that you face every day in life. Inside this book is life, and it is made accessible to you by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit sits and waits for you to use the word. Because he knows the life force that is in the word. And he's waiting on the word. He's waiting for you to speak it. Speak the word. And he goes into action to bring you the content of which you would desire. That is how it works. What is in the word? The wisdom of God is in the word. The wisdom of God is in the word. It is creative wisdom. His wisdom is a creative wisdom. In Psalms 104, verse 24. Psalms 104, it says, attend to my sayings; Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Don't let them depart. Why would, he, why would he say such a thing? Why would, would, would David write such a thing? Because he knows how imperative it is for God's children to keep the word in their heart at all times and in their mouth. That is how we overcome. That is how we overcome. Oh, manifold are your works. With wisdom you have made them all. The earth are full of your riches. Psalms 104, verse 24. The Lord by his wisdom has founded the earth. By understanding, he has established the heavens. God's word is God's wisdom. And his wisdom is creative in nature. God's word is God's wisdom. And his wisdom is creative in nature. When you do what that wisdom dictates, God is committed to create its content. I repeat it. When you do what that wisdom dictates, God is committed to create its content. And this wisdom is largely instructional. This wisdom is largely instructional. Mary said to the men, whatsoever it tells you to do, do it. It may seem seemingly ridiculous, but do it. And they got the barrels with empty barrels, filled them with water. They wanted wine. And he told them to fill the barrels with water. Seemingly ridiculous. But his instructions must be followed. To see the result, you have to follow his instructions. And the wine appeared. They had wine to feed the guests. Seemingly ridiculous instruction. That's how his wisdom works. His wisdom is creative. And his wisdom is in his word. And as you follow the instruction of the wisdom, what you need is created. What you need is created. The question I have for you this morning is this. Has God changed? Has God's word changed? The way he worked back then, and the creation he made back then, has he changed? The word changed? The, The word today is ineffective. It has no power. Is that so? I'm here to tell you that God has not changed. And the word that was used yesterday is the same word we have today. And it has the same power, creative power, if we use it, it will come forth in our lives. What type of things does this wisdom create? What type of things does it create? Look at Proverbs chapter. Proverbs chapter 3. I'll read it. Proverbs chapter 3. Verse 13 to 17. Happy is the man who find wisdom and the man who gets understanding. For her benefit is more profitable than silver and her gain than fine gold. She's more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire are not to be compared with her. Lent of days is in her right hand and in her left hand is riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She's a tree of life to those who take hold of her. And happy is everyone who retain her. You want long life? You want longevity? (laughs) You want longevity? Listen to the wisdom of God. Listen to the wisdom of God. When a person is depressed, it cuts down on their lifespan. Did you know that? When you are depressed, it cuts down on your lifespan. God knows this. He said his word is medicine to our bones. His word is medicine to to our bones. Said said, a merry heart do it good, like medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bone. Every depressed person cuts back on their lifespan. Yes. Because why? You forget that the word has the creative force in it. You forget how the word is imperative to restore everything in your life. You forget (laughs) and this is why this wisdom says what rejoice in the lord always again i say rejoice the joy of the lord is your strength strength is one of the major determining factor for long life strength Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's a major determining factor for long life. You don't think the enemy knows this? He knows it very well. He has been around for thousands of years. He knows human beings. And so we forget to use that scripture. We forget that the joy of the Lord is our strength. There are many mornings I would call my wife at work and she would feel a little down because of the kids and all of that. And I would say to her, remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. You can't forget that. It doesn't come easy. It seems ridiculous. It seems stupid. But what kind of instruction is that? I am going through all of this. I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Are you going to tell me the joy of the Lord is my strength? It makes no sense. In this realm, it makes no sense. But it works. It works. Because that's God's wisdom. It's not man's wisdom. It works. God's wisdom creates wealth and honor it creates wealth and honor for his glory. He says to Peter, look how ridiculous it is, when he said to Peter, fish all night and caught nothing. And he looked at Peter and he said, Peter, cast your net on the right. Peter said, but I fish all night. I'm an expert fisherman. There's no fish out there. We're tired. But Peter followed the instruction. As seemingly ridiculous and stupid as it is, he followed the instruction and he cast the net on the right side. And the scripture says the net started breaking and the boat started sinking because they caught so much fish. They had to be calling their friends to help. When you follow God's instruction, your emptiness become fullness. When you follow God's instruction in his word, your emptiness will become your fullness. How do we access this power? How do we access this power, Reverend Will Tell me how to access it. I want to know if it has the power in it. I want to know how I access it. It is your faith that converts the word of God into the power of God. I will repeat it. It is your faith that converts the word of God into the power of God. Write it down. It is your faith that converts the power in the word, the word of God to the power of God. It is your faith. In Luke chapter 8, verse 40 to 48. There was a woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, the scripture says. She spent all her money to doctors. Nobody could help her. But she heard that the word was walking the street of Galilee. She heard that the word was walking. Remember I said the word became flesh and dwell among us. She heard that the word was walking. And she said, OK, if I just touch the end of his garment, I will be healed. And she pushed, and she pushed her way through that crowd. And she barely touched the end of his garment. And when she touched it, Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? Virtue has left me. The disciples said, what are you talking about? Look at the thousands of people around here talking about who touch you? huh?" But Jesus knew that virtue left him. But what, what he said later on is very significant. And you have to get a hold of this. It is very significant. He looked at the woman. When the woman um, came to him and confessed that she had touched him, he looked at her and says, go in peace. Your faith has healed you. What? Your faith? What? Wasn't it you who healed the woman? Come talk your her, her faith as either. Yes, yes. The woman used her faith to bring out of the word what she needed. The content, she pulled it, she pulled the power from the word. She discovered a secret. That's why Jesus was able to say to her, your faith has made you well. Is that me? You discover the secret and you use it. You use the faith that is in you. You realize that it's going to take this thing, this faith, me using the word, to pull the power. And she did, and she got what she needed. What am I saying to you this morning? What am I saying to you this morning? We have neglected the word of God for too long. We have to go back to it and start using it 24-7. 24-7. It is creative. It is full with wisdom. We suffer needlessly. In our health, in our finance, in everything, we suffer needlessly. He has provided all things richly. Use the word, buy the card, write them down and take them with you on the train, the boss, wherever and memorize the word. And when the time come to use it, use it. Use it against the dark world. That's the only thing they're afraid of, the word of God because it carries the power of God and the wisdom. God's word is a carrier of God's power. Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God unto what? Salvation. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not ashamed. Not ashamed. I'll use it. People may laugh at me and call me stupid, but I'm going to use it because it is the power of God unto salvation. And I'm going to conclude, but let me say this. As many as receive him, he gave them power to become children of God. As many as receive him, he gave them power to become children of God. Are you a child of God? Are you? He has given you power. It's in his word. Use it. Use the word. In Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17, it says, O oh Lord God, truly you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm, and there's nothing too hard for you to do. There's nothing too hard for you to do. The word is so powerful that do you remember the story of Cornelius? When Cornelius, a man of God who feared God, was generous and the Jewish people loved him, he is a Gentile, and the angel appeared to him and told him to go and send to Joppa for Peter. And when Peter came, Peter saw his entire family assembled to hear what he had to say. And the Scripture says, Peter said to them, "It is unlawful." For me to be in your house as a Jew. You are a Gentile. Peter started preaching the gospel. Started preaching Jesus Christ. That's all he was doing. He was preaching Jesus Christ to, to. To these Gentile people. To Cornelius. And as he preached the word. Remember he's preaching the word. And as he preached the word. The power of God left the word and fell. And every one of those Gentiles. And they started speaking in tongues. Speak the word. The word has power to transform lives. It will transform your life. All Peter did was speak the word. And the power came forth from the word and fell upon them. There's no difference. Sister, Pastor Eva is in in Kenya. And her education is not what God requires. (laughs) What he requires of her is to open her mouth like Peter did and speak the word to the Kenyan people and their hearts will be opened by the word and the Holy Spirit will enter. That's all she's doing. Just speak the word. It's not taking up brilliance. The power is in the word. It's not in your education. The power is wrapped up in the word. The creative force is wrapped up in the word. You just have to speak it and believe it. And it comes to pass. It comes to pass. It is not the education, it is the word and the power that lies therein. The power that lies therein. So I'm encouraging you this morning. As of this morning, as of today, you're going to bear fruit. You're going to bear plenty of fruits as you use this word to tackle the challenges. The problems in this life that comes to you. Because they will come. They will come. But they will buck up on the word. And once they buck up on the word, they'll back up. Because the word has the power. Stephen, the word has the power. Read for the word has the power. Use it. Don't be afraid to use it. And stand and see the result. Stand and see the result. God's word is awesome. It's awesome. But we have neglected it for so long. We have neglected it. I am asking you this morning, stop neglecting the word. Stop neglecting it. Write it down. Memorize it. You're going to need to use it. It's a two-edged sword. And when it enters the dark world, they have to respond. They back up because they know how powerful it is. Let's pray. Father, I have delivered your powerful word. I have delivered. Holy Spirit, I thank you for revealing this awful, awesome truth. This awesome truth that we have neglected for so long. That your word carries the power It is the creative force that we need. But for so long we have neglected it. Forgive us, Lord, as we return to this awesome word that will give us dominion over the challenges that we face in this life. I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that reveals all truth. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name I pray, amen
0: and amen.